I told you once, I told you twice, we're going to light it up like it's dynamite. And that, of course, is Tayo Cruz. And if it's what I told my dear friend Dale Timpkins as I helped him into his glow-in-the-dark Ewok costume, then this must be Dale Radio. And I, of course, am your host, Dale Seaver, with some things I enjoy, coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. And all friends, new and old, this is a very... Very special episode of Dale Radio. And no, Gordon Jump will not be taking racy photos of Dudley in the back of the bike shop. It's very special for other reasons. Oh, that you remember that fella, he just died. Little fella. Sad when they die so short. But folks, uh, you're listening to the very first, the premiere episode, the debut of the Geek Girl on the Street podcast. And each month we're going to be seeking out the very best in geekery and uh, dish with some of the real movers and shakers in geek culture. Uh, One of the great joys of podcasting, and there aren't many, believe me, uh, is that I get to go around this great metropolis of ours and and, and talk to interesting people, often in strange or unusual settings. Uh, Today is no exception. I think we'd all agree. Uh, We're in some kind of uh, subterranean lair, and I'm happy to note that my uh, suit matches the carpet here. Uh, uh, We are in the celebrated New York City uh, Comic Con. And uh, 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 let me introduce who's around this grimy little table uh, uh, here. Don't be sure not to touch it. It leaves fingerprints. It doesn't come off from there. All right. Uh, We're going to start uh, from the all-powerful Geek Girls Network founder and publisher, Kristen Riley. Kristen, how are you? Hi, thanks for having me. Well, it's a pleasure. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, from the popular and unusually titillating blog, Topless Robot, comedian and writer Ethan Kay. Ethan, say hello to the folks at home. It's great to be here, Dale. It's great to be here with you also. It's fun. Frequent blogger, entertainment journalist, and lover of some pretty spooky music, uh, Brian Reisman is here. Brian, nice hello. To see you, Dale. Nice to see you're you. Quite well, thank you. You know, I've been doing a lot of walking down there on the main show floor. I'm hoping to fit into some uh, midriff bared uh, outfits later. So, uh, 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 and so, oh, okay. And and if you thought it smelled a little Canadian in here, well, you'd be right. A mixture of maple syrup and socialized medicine from the fantastic series Kill Shakespeare. Creators Connor McCreary. I say that right, Connor. Ball. Thank you. And Anthony is a Del Sol, like the old Honda. I used to like one of those green I've actually, little... I've actually decided to change my name to Gordon Jump. Gordon much. Jump yes. is here with us. Uh, so actually, you have to put your name on a list with the government when you change your name to Gordon <laughs> Jump. <laughs> yeah, there was an episode of... Uh, yeah. Yes. Then you'd be dead and short. Well, Gordon wasn't... He wasn't that short. No, he... He was very tall. He just molested... He was rotund. On, uh, Sure, sure. No, you know what? I bet no this sh- evidence. There was no evidence. <laughs> this show will reach Canada soon, folks. Don't you worry. Everything's just a few years behind, is it? And here to my left, the old fellow, a good friend of the program, and he was just on. And I'm quite frankly shocked you're back. Uh, Joel Devev from CrapAtMyParentsHouse.com. Hi, Dale. How's it going? Great. It's good to see you. You've let the beard grow. Yeah, yeah. And you've got another colorful shirt. I wear a lot of colorful shirts. I, I think this is the second time we've been in some sort of sub 
subterraneous dungeon, if, it's if I true. recall our last interaction. It's true. Yeah. You enjoy those subterranean dungeons? I mean, it's kind of the it's, only place I hang out. Are we about to have an F1 scandal here? <laughs> Oddly enough, somebody walking through with, like, you know, old-fashioned SS uniforms is getting a little strange. I saw a few of those downstairs. <laughs> would you believe that the first time I met Gordon Jump was in a dirty uh, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I just would, actually. <laughs> So a different reason. Yes. I just, I just yeah. gotta say, for the record, I, I have no idea who Gordon Chuck is. There was there was an episode of Different Strokes oh, where, okay. where uh, what's his name's best friend got molested by Gordon Jump. Oh, okay. Who was again? There was no evidence. And he was also the station manager of WKRP. That's right. In Cincinnati. Cincinnati. It was a political crime. <laughs> well, Gordon's trials aside. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I'm somebody that, that doesn't bring a lot to any situation I'm in, but especially with comic books, I've, I've not known a lot about this world too much. I know we're talking about broader culture, but uh, I, my niece Katrina is quite one of these geek girls, Kristen, that's what she is. And uh, so I was trying to, to bone up, as it were, on, on some of this that stuff. Might be inappropriate. Well, that's what she said. But I, uh, uh, not, not, I mean, she literally said that. In, I don't in mean Canada, like. Canada, that's fine. Yeah. Well, I've got to get up there. <laughs> it's so wonderful. Oh, and you know, you we left our it. door open in, in honor of you folks, because thought, that's what you do up there. Just leave the door. Seen kind of up. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I was reading this, the, all her comic collections. She has a little bit from, from the 90s there, X-Men and various things. So I was wondering if the group could just explain to me what happened with the Siege Perilous. Because all I know is that Betsy Braddock, she's a nice British gal, goes into the thing, Old, old fella twirls a rock, she goes into the thing, then she comes out. She's a, 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 an Asian martial artist expert. Hmm. That happens every day. <laughs> See, that's what it is. I'm just not familiar. This is just common language. Well, that's fine. So that pause, that pause in the room was us thinking, how is that weird? <laughs> that's just My a typical does. thing. I walk in, I come out as an Asian. Well, you see, that's because I've dated some British women. Uh, well, listen, Kristen, I want to get to you first, because we introduced you first, so it only makes sense. You had something up there on the Geek Girls Network, which is a very popular blog and center for all things in geek culture, isn't it? That is true. And, and you had something about uh, crazy pants, locating crazy pants. Can you define the phenomenon? Because I bet there might be some crazy pants in this room. Uh, <laughs> um, is full of crazy pants. Um, I had suggested on our podcast that it would uh, be beneficial for us females to know if a crazy pants was on the loose at a bar or at a Comic-Con uh, ahead of time before we got to the... But, but what is a crazy yeah, pants for your, for your definition? Um, that's the guy where that immediately you start talking to him and you're like, oh shit, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> you have to run for the nearest exit. He's going to stalk me. And... and do you find that they all have pants of unusual nature? Some of them. But not all of them are wearing them, which is why we feel that a scanner would be required. Just some that's, kind that's of my question, then, is that when Is this a person that you'd normally want to talk to? Like, say, hey, this gentleman looks like a fine fellow. Or it's the guy, you know, who's with wearing the belly shirt and the Thor helmet... And you're like, I don't want to talk because you, you don't need a scanner for that. <laughs> yeah. Or is it someone who looks normal and they start acting crazy, like crazy pants incognito? Yeah. Well, see, and that's the problem. They used to be very easily identified visually, and now they got you know they got a stylist. They're, they're, right, they're on they're on the DL. <laughs> they're trying to get one under us and. No, Metrosexual. <laughs> also, my band Crazy Pants Incognito will be playing at uh, Wetlands Preserve. 
<laughs> well, listen, how about the, the network in general? What, 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 what are your aims with that there, in addition to helping young ladies avoid some strangers? <laughs> we have... It's we a matchmaking service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Avoidance, anti-stop. should call it G-Date. Uh, no. no, we're not going to do that. Uh, think we, about we, it. We you really dismiss that very quickly. <laughs> I think you did. Uh, I would sign up for G-Date. Okay. I think we would all sign up for G-Date. Right? Geek to Geek. There's I think a, this is yes, going so. exactly opposite of what I was trying to do. So. <laughs> you're, you're right. You're all right, well, fine. You have a point. <laughs> right, right. Mission accomplished. All right, we're all crazy fans. We get it. <laughs> okay. So it's great talking to you guys. I'll see you later. <laughs> but here's what I want to clarify, because I'm doing it on behalf of Geek Girl on the Street. Singular Geek Girl on one street. I don't know what street it is. But... Uh, uh, your Geek Girls Network, but the two are not part of the same thing. Is that, that is correct? Correct. Um, it is. Uh, it was my dream to kind of bring us all together. There's there's so many females who are so knowledgeable in math and science and comics and gaming that I wanted to kind of give us all a, a spot to go, even if they have their own website and they have their own blog, just to kind of promote all of the other girls. So that you know, there. I mean, there's tons of dude writing websites, and you know, we like to. The what did you say, dude ring? Is that the dude, word? Dude written. Oh, dude written. Oh. So it's like it's like the Lilith Fair, but for like geek girls, right? Yeah, not as gay. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I went to like four Lilith Fairs. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. Oh, I went to yeah, I went to Detroit. And it's Lilith Fairs Canadian. Canadian so. <laughs> well, in this Swedish. case, we'll use those words interchangeably <laughs> between Canadian <laughs> and gay. Uh, Things just got real, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If if I could if I if I could be another woman at this panel here in the podcast, I would. Just so you're not the only. Oh, I was under the impression. Are, are we honorary geek girls for being on this? Yes, I, I, I well, apologize. Well, I'm crazy. Not being a woman. Actually, but a serious <laughs> question. I'm so crazy I want to ask a serious question though about that because I was curious. Did you find that a lot of the geek media was it like dismissive of women in the scene, or just didn't really talk about things you thought women? female geeks were more interested in. No, I think it was not that it wasn't uh, dismissive, it just there wasn't a female voice anywhere. It's just the, the networks are written by guys and they always have something to do with like, this game's awesome, and the main character has big boobs! Like, <laughs> we don't want to read that stuff. We, we're more interested in uh, the actual gaming and, you know, How something big the works. Guys and, well, you know, that's the other thing, so we would like to some more of that. Um, <laughs> so sexism is okay, you just want an equal, yeah. equal opportunity I, sexism. I'm just trying to level the playing field. Is it room service down in the yeah. room? wanted to clean the room, but we, we informed yeah, her that we were doing a live radio. Oh. Very important she's podcast. She's a future geek girl member, that's all. So just, I don't even know. Well, what are you guys talking about? Did I hear big pecs? I'll come in here. You know, your point about geek, uh, geek girls, too, is I was on the set visit for Sorcerer's Apprentice last year, and the director's like, what? There's no women that write online? And we're like, uh, it's not here. There's tons of them. But he noticed they're, it. They're like, spread out. They just, yeah, it wasn't very good. Sorry, Mr. Geek. Well, he also <laughs> asked us if it was more attractive, him or Mira Nair. Like it's close calls. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, I'm gonna, we're gonna we're gonna come back and we'll talk about some of the some of the issues that, that are happening just downstairs and around, in, especially in the food court. Wait, oh, uh, oh, I mean downstairs here. Okay. Here, the, <laughs> is that what you do? Uh, that was slight. That was a little. <laughs> so you slipped that in there, and I appreciate yeah. it. That's why you don't understand Steve's perilous. Is you're down here hanging out by the food court, <laughs> <Exactly. and eating laughs> go upstairs, talk to people about. There's gateway. more to this. Yeah. Well, my goodness. Ethan, since you brought it up, uh, topless robot. Uh, I remember seeing a topless robot once. But tell me about this, uh, this endeavor that you have. And you've also, you're very involved in the improvisational comedy community uh, uh, yeah. here in New York. And you're a mayor of some kind, isn't that true? 
Uh, I am the acting mayor of a website. It's an honorary title. Website is improvresourcecenter.com. Uh, it's a place where a lot of New York comedians... IRC. Uh, the IRC, you know. Yeah, Joe, you're familiar. Of course, of course. I, I, I look at it often. I'm, uh, Did you read it? Did you vote for it? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Ethan K on the IRC. I don't post as much, but... Uh, no, the thing that I'm doing now mostly is is a lot of freelance writing for uh, for Topless Robot, for Wizard Magazine, uh, Toy Fair Magazine, and uh, coming up soon, uh, Filmcatcher.com. It's a new uh, a new uh, website project that uh, Kate Collar is working on. Smart films for smart people. Very smart people talking about yeah, smart and Kate stupid said you got to fit, fit that slogan in there. So that's, that's a good slogan. Pretty, I like that slogan. Yeah, pretty yeah. sneaky how I did it. So uh, very sneaky. It's our now Q test, so I know that I'm qualified yeah. for that site. It's it's a one. It's a little bar on the side that says here the average IQ is 130, and it blinks or something. And you, you have to take that like leisure suit Larry. You have to take that test. Yeah, good reference. And then there's a picture of a guy in a prison uniform that says Obama wants dads to go back to college. And uh, you click on that, and it takes your uh, your information. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, honestly, uh, Canadian, what's an Obama? <laughs> oh boy, we should have so, just gone. So where Canada, Canada, where Canada has a king, America has a president. There's a well, king in Canada. Who do you to? Uh, Oprah. Fair enough. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. okay. Yes. Do you have an Oprah in Canada? We we do we uh, we call Peter her Mansbridge. We call her Peter Mansbridge. <laughs> That's so quaint. <laughs> what thought her name would be Oprah. <laughs> Ooh. Touche. Well played. We're even putting our place. You gotta put that in there. Uh, and so, but Ethan, you do a lot of these top. top <laughs> I'll be in this little room all night, uh, uh, the, uh, and I might be if that cleaning lady comes back. <laughs> she had a nice twinkle in her she eyes. Was, she was looking at. Um, me. Uh, uh, but uh, you do a lot of these lists and things yes. where you say the top ten of such and such, or the top five of this, and the. What, 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 you, you just do that constantly. You enjoy making lists. Yeah, uh, it's one of the good things about the site. Uh, I want to tell you how proud I am of that question. <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was a subject and a verb in that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, it's, it's it's the website itself is a daily record of what's ever happening for for men and for women for anybody. Although, um, is that a twenty four? <laughs> is that a twenty four hour geek news cycle? Is it hard to keep up with all the things that are happening? It goes according to Moore's law, I think. So. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's end, it, it ends at 5 every day. It, we don't update until 8 o'clock the next morning. Um, but uh, every day, it's one of the highlights of the site is that every day there is a daily list of something. It's not, if, if it's the top 10 foreign sci-fi films or top 10 greatest skull faces in comic books or 10 greatest episodes of Justice League, there's always something there to look at. And it's great to look at during work. Uh, just a little something you can read a quick list. Do you we do have, lists too. You do lists yeah. as well? The other people enjoy lists? <laughs> uh, uh, I do a list. It's called Some Things I Enjoy, just like the cast, and I just say things that I like. There should be, there should be a website that lists the top listing websites. I think so. Yeah. I was going to ask you something. It's called thelist.com, and that way I can find list where the top lists list. are yes. on the internet. A list aggregator. Uh, yeah, like a list aggregator. Yeah. I think, top, I think listing, top listing websites. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. Make some I kind of like very some kind of search bot, like a robot, make a top list robot. Ooh, how does that get on the Ooh. internet? Can we trademark that? How does that get on the internet? 
They're just, robots are big and, and computers are very tiny. Oh, it's a top There's no robot. way a robot is going to fit into the opening of a computer. When you're ro- when a robot is computers, actually, yeah, you could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what the parts are. Oh, okay. That's what the, uh, I didn't realize that's what a robot's nipples were for. Okay, fair enough. Do you remember what the, the old Nintendo system, the really old Nintendo system, that came with the, the robot? The robot played a game with you? Am I talking... It had, a, it had a gyroscope oh gosh, or something. Yeah, it had a gyroscope and it dropped it. And that was yeah. like the height of robotics. Look, we can drop something. We can't pick it up. But Thank you for picking that up. I thought it was You're crazy. welcome. No, it took me a while. Joel, you know, I just... <laughs> Joel, I spaced out for a minute because over, over here, uh, it, it's as if we're talking to James Spader and the guy from Mythbusters. It's, it's pretty impressive. I, I gotta say, I've understood two things for the past, what are we at, 16 minutes and 42 seconds, I've understood... Improv Resource Center, and I believe you mumbled something about Leisure Suit Larry under your breath. <laughs> That's all that I really understand. I thought that'd be a good test for you, for the IQ, for the film catcher. You know how they used to do the Leisure Suit Larry? You never familiar with that game? Yeah. Oh, it's a you know, great game. My father used to have Leisure Suit Larry. I'm going to keep this brief, but uh, there was a test at the beginning to see if you were 18, and I used to uh, I play it on an old DOS uh, 486 ooh, computer, ooh, which yeah. was heavy and, and probably gave me some sort of... <laughs> Well, let's not get into that, but um, <laughs> you'd have to answer four questions, and if you got a certain amount of questions right, that proved that you were 18, but I would just play it until I was able to, uh, you know, statistically pass the test, because they were all multiple choice, and then, you know, you'd get there, and there's this guy sitting in a bar, and you'd have to tell him what to do, and I, I had no idea what to tell him to do. <laughs> just, I like, order no, a drink. I still have no idea. <laughs> yeah, so. What were the questions like? It was like, who's the vice president in 19... 19- 72. You know, I gotta be honest, I don't, I didn't read it. I believe one of them was that, what was the name of John F. Kennedy's boat? (laughs) And PT-109. Wow. Well, anyhow, Brian. (laughs) uh, I think that's a, that's a test to prove that you're over 60. (laughs) (laughs) I do remember that because my friend's father had that, and we would do the same thing, and the questions would repeat. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't one of the most robust detectives. But other things were robust in that game. I wouldn't know, I had a copy, but I kept it under the mattress. Never you just looked at it. <laughs> I looked at the floppy. Never, I never just looked at the floppy. <laughs> I was like, this is nuts. They're also assuming that 12-year-olds don't deal. know JFK's boat. Yeah. I mean, the great song was sung about it. PT-109. Anyway, Brian, let's get to you. You're running a very popular blog as well. Uh, neck and neck with Topless Robot, I'd say at this oh, point. So. Uh, attention Deficit Delirium is what it's called. Is that correct? Yes. Dot com? Uh, no, it's just brianreisman.com slash blog. For now. And, and on there, <laughs> for now, it could change at any minute. It's really good. It's we might change it every week, actually, just see if you can find it. See how loyal our readers really are. Oh, that's <laughs> well, and on there, and, and you're, you're covering similar in that it's, it's, it's all-inclusive in a way, but you, you have some, some direction to it, don't I you? I have some dark tastes. It's some, it's I dark. like horror movies, and I'm a closet goth, and metal, and once in a while I throw in some comedy, or... Well, something something I was looking on. I was I went through it, and I, I did it very late at night, which I don't advise to some <laughs> of our listeners because I, I listened to say you had a dark metal instrumentals, and that may have been a list or an ongoing kind of chronicle of these things. And I'm going to tell you, it was spooky. It's you, it's too it was very very spooky. Yeah, there's a group on there called Dimu Borger. Dimu Borger. 
Demi Borgir. Dark, dark Castle or Dark Forest. And My and the goodness. They're opening for Crazy Pants Incognito at the Wayland <laughs> Preserve this Saturday. <laughs> yes. Do they burn churches? The women's preserve. No, they actually they didn't burn churches. <laughs> they did not I, I, church I, I, burning I, I did a junket with them three years ago in a haunted hotel near a church that was rebuilt after it was burned by somebody else. What's with the burning of churches in Norwegian Metal? Why? Uh, it was just a couple people, but you know. Okay. It was in, it was the early mid nineties. They just they were unhappy. Well, Evidently, they have institutionalized, like, religion is part of your education so in school. that particular congregation, or just, you know... No, <laughs> Evidently, yeah. Evidently like, the royal family of Norway used to go there, so I guess that's probably why that was targeted. Um, it's a congregational thing. I just, but I, I just, um, announcements for this week, uh, Dale uh, Stevens is sick. Also, we're burning the church down tomorrow. <laughs> so there'll be no tithing next Sunday. <laughs> Join us in the fellowship hall for punching cookies. <laughs> Join us in the basement. Yeah, and this, Tinder. This month is our Halloween kind of, or my, I sort of have, it's me and I'm getting some sort of some additional bloggers now. I kind of have done it as an offshoot of all my freelance writing. Mm. I, I freelance all over the place. I'm here today for MSN movies. And so I take a lot of interviews. Like last week, I got to interview the director and star and uh, writer of The Exorcist. So I had loads of stuff that I got from that, but stuff I you know, couldn't fit into my story. So I'll just have extra stories to put on my blog. So what you do is essentially like, uh, what is it, Land of the, uh, the, the Ewoks movies is, is to... Somebody see the parallel I'm trying to draw here. So you take the good stuff and then the less stuff. Like, oh, right, stuff right. You take. Actually, no, this actually, yeah, or the... Cause, even, cause, or it's the wheat, it's the wheat or, from the chat. Yeah, I, I like, like, movie, I I like the Ewok movie. Actually, the two kids. Yeah, the Ewok movie is just like all like the outtakes from... I love Droids. The animated series. Droids was fantastic. That song for Droids was amazing. Land of the Ewoks, right? We have some... The Return to Endor. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah. It's really yeah. like somebody from the police. Like, it's like imagine somebody from the police wrote the song. It's the small brother of the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. But imagine somebody does like an hour-long interview with you, and it's great, and then you get like you know two quotes in there, and you're like, like the Joe Satriani interview I did, it was like I need two quotes from him. He gave me an hour, and he gave me all these great stories. I'm like, what am I gonna do with this? So that's, that's such a ju- that's such a Joe Satriani thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take some leftovers. Okay. Joe Satriani. Joe Satriani. So, and we saw a, a celebrity on the way in, didn't we? Somebody you were excited to see. Oh, it was Jane Badler from the original V. Because they brought her back for the new V. No, She's going to play the mother of the of the, <laughs> of, the of the alien. Speaking of celebrities on the way in, we passed Carrie Elwes mm-hmm. from uh, I Song. I interviewed him today. Yeah. Princess Bride. He looks yes. good. Men he does, actually. He, oh, he's no. very entertaining. I was so for him. Was well, just because he was like so blonde, like he was—he was—he was, he was, he was too blonde to be a villain, but he was kind of too smart to be the generic good guy. He was—he kind of was neither fish nor fowl in Hollywood. It seemed like. I'd say I'm very proud that I kept my fandom together when he passed. I'm like, I wish, I wish. I didn't. And that was her keeping you together. Yeah. Plus, I do exclusive stuff too. Like I did a Ghost Hunter set visit the other day, which was entertaining. Did they actually uh, come I, up with one? I watch every week. They uh, you never know what? Come this was the first anything. time they used handheld cameras, so there was no live feed for me to sit there and watch them do anything. So I got to go through the ship by myself and see the setup. I'm like, oh, I can see the ghosts. Did they ever see ghosts on that show? Well, evidently. Well, I, we don't see them, but you know. At least, you know what? At least a lot of times, or a majority of the time, they don't find anything. Or like these other shows, like every five seconds, oh my god, it's listening to the recording. It's a ghost. Yeah. They're like, you know, raising the horns. It's like, Didn't girl. MTV do, do a show Fear. where it was celebrities? And then real world. Were they haunted house with like Yo Yo Ghost Crips? Yo Yo Yo, it's Eric Reese from the haunted house. <laughs> so I think, think Gary Busey did what? an episode there. Yeah. It's pretty magical. I, I think magical would be the best word. To what, 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 was that, what was that Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg, like 
horror anthology that came out like several years ago. <laughs> I I don't. I, Tales from the Hood was it? Tales yeah. From the Hood? Oh, that's right. right. Yes. <laughs> Tales from Dahood. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a lot of terrifying memories. My childhood suppressed that are being brought back up. Thanks, gentlemen and ladies. That's, that's, that's what Comic Con is for, really. <laughs> and that's what this podcast is for. Glad I brought an extension cord to hang myself. <laughs> no. Speaking of hanging yourself. <laughs> Great and, and ghosts. We're talking about ghosts. You all have a project, uh, Connor and Anthony, uh, called Kill Shakespeare. And, and it's a, a wonderful premise. I'll let you talk about it. But my question first off is, you're really saying something when you call it that. Because we don't, of course, know if it really was Shakespeare. You could have called it Killing the Earl of Sandwich. Or, or, and, and I could murder a sandwich right about now. <laughs> you and me both. But, uh, uh, but, so you really, you really chose Shakespeare. You're de- you're fit definitive on that. Well, we're torn. We weren't sure if it should, if it should be Shakespeare or Chekhov, and um, nobody knows Chekhov. Hmm. Nope. I'm the litmus test. This is again one of the other things. That oh, I did. Exactly. Yeah, but you oh, did know the episode with Gary Busey. I did know that in, yeah. Yeah. in Act One. The yeah. land of the Ewoks returned to Endor. So but there <laughs> is, but there is some. I, I read That's through through all the press materials that that uh, was sent over to the house, and. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just reams of it. My goodness. Dale, don't <laughs> be modest. A, it's, it's a, a mansion. <laughs> haunted mansion. It's a haunted mansion. By Julio. In a, in a, a haunted a studio in the park. He lives in Julio. He lives uh, in the haunted mansion in Disney World. <laughs> you have an active imagination, Ethan, and I appreciate that. I've been drinking a lot of caffeine. Uh, uh, but my point is that you, you are so, you're a little bit mysterious with Shakespeare. You play, he may or may not, I don't know, play a, play a role. He's listed as a character, but you're a little bit elusive as to what he's going to really do. But why don't you talk about it? Because it's, you've taken the characters, not unlike some popular comics out there, like fables or something like that, where you take things that are out there in literature and, and, and represent them, reinterpret them, I'm doing a lot of that with my hands. Um, that's for the listeners at home. That Superman car, that he, that little spaceship where you pressed it in the silver. Oh yes, the Batman. Yeah, but no, no, no. That was <laughs> Superman. Okay, we're going to settle this after this. Thing. <laughs> but but so but talk about the project Killshake because it's a comic book, and then you're adapting it for other things. Is that true? Yes. That yeah. Would be true. That would be true. <laughs> that was a Canadian joke. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> this will be broadcast over there too. Sweet. If they can adjust um, their no, ham yeah, radios no, to, to get it <laughs> on UHF, yeah. <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, they're a resourceful people. Very crafty people. Yeah. The problem is the AM waves melt the igloos. <laughs> you all have it tough out there. But yeah. talk about this thing with the Shakespeare because <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about about, about how you came up with, and what's your role, on it? Which Anthony, what are you doing on the project? Uh, Connor and I are the co-creators and co-writers of Gil Shakespeare. So right. the artist is a fine gentleman named Andy Belanger, who's not here right now because of uh, visa border issues. I see. Well, yeah. we send him our best. We Actually, can... no, it's something to do with crazy pants. Yeah, apparently <laughs> you can't get over the border if you've got crazy pants yes. now. See, it's, it's, it's a worthwhile technology. It's, it's in place and keeping us safe. Yep, yep. <laughs> but, but now that's a big task to have to write Shakespeare. It, funnily that's enough, it, it, it isn't. And the only reason I say it isn't is because Shakespeare... His char- I mean, the reason these characters have lasted, it's not by accident. I mean, Shakespeare's lasted because these characters are brilliant. They, they last 400 years. You can be a 12-year-old kid and read Romeo and Juliet, and even if you're not getting all of the language or even most of it, that story resonates. Those characters make sense to you. And so in a really weird way, picking up and doing what we're doing, sort of mashing all these characters in the same world, same story, you know, either save or kill this wizard named Shakespeare, 
the characters were really easy to write. It, it really lent itself. Some of the plotting was maybe trickier, but the characters are so well drawn. We just had to not screw it up, which I don't know. Maybe we have screwed it up, but that was, that was our goal. It was just, it was already handed to us. We didn't have to, Oh, who, what's Hamlet about? Uh, duh. It's kind of all there. Well, and, and drawing it is a big, uh, uh, they just keep popping in. She's they back just, for they seconds. Just, they She's back for seconds. That's she, brought a, she brought a compatriot. I, I, you know, I'm no longer with my wife, but I wore the wedding ring just because <laughs> all these ladies keep popping in there and a couple of the Lara Croft Tomb Raider. I said, boy, I better put that on. Uh, for those of you listening at home, the cleaning lady just walked in for a second time. Well, thank you. Who is that person? Where did you come from? The commercial But now... But also drawing it is that—that's also a big task because these are not characters necessarily. I mean, you may have film films that have interpreted this way or yeah. that way. That breezy, what is it? The, the Ziffer, Zifferelli, Zifferelli. Boy, that's a gauzy, gauzy <laughs> picture, isn't it? Full of romance. Right, Kristen, you've seen it. Yes. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sorry, yeah, yeah, we're sure. we're not supposed to talk about breasts on the show. What? I wasn't. No, I just said oh, no, gauzy. <laughs> I think I'm, I missed the breast discussion. <laughs> I've been missing most of the discussions of the day. Well, sure, I'll see. <laughs> well just because the Zeffirelli film, I mean, that's what I remember seeing when you are in like grade seven. It was so shocking because oh, yes, there's a yes. brief moment of seeing the actress who plays Juliet. She's bare-chested. Bare right. I was right. sick that day. I kicked myself. <laughs> oh, really? Even now, I kick myself for being sick that day. It's yeah. a lot like DC Cab. That's a lot of kicking. Every day, in a small way. But so now you've got this as a comic book series, yes. and, and it, it's it's taking over. How far along are you in the in, in the? Uh, Kill Shakespeare is a twelve issue series. The first five have been released. Would you call that a maxi series? I don't know if it's a maxi or mini. Limited? Probably a maxi, 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 maxi series. Yes. Yes. So in retro sense, yes, it is a maxi series. <laughs> in retro sense? In retro sense. That's like when you used to smell in the past. Trademark. Trademark. <laughs> retro sense. I don't know if you do new terminology. <laughs> Shakespeare came up with new terminology. Exactly. It's very easy. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. I'm just as smart. And you, and, but you're developing it in other, other forms. Is that, yes, is that, that true? Is, correct, is it yes, premature yes. to say that? No. Nope. No, no, no premature. So it could be a, a television show. Could be a movie. Could yep, be. Yep. Could be a spooky song. It could be. We're yeah. actually we're actually looking at an iPhone and the, uh, what they call uh, what the kids call uh, alternate reality games. What? Yeah. My goodness. I know. It, it sounds like it's something that you know grade sevens do well on us acid, but apparently it's not. Apparently it actually uses the website and I uh, use the web. You use cell phones. You use all sorts of different tools to have people. It's basically like an online scavenger hunt, and you have are kind of posing this central question that they have to unravel. Uh, and so we had someone who used to be a teacher, actually, who was like, I really like this Kill Shakespeare thing. I want to create this crazy Shakespearean-themed, basically, online scavenger hunt that students could compete against each other. So we were like, okay, sh- sure. So, seems really interesting. Sounds fantastic. Yeah, you're, you're really reaching the next generation, too, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, the whole goal with Kill Shakespeare is to you know, get, yeah, get that whole new generation excited about Shakespeare, because it's no longer just the British gentleman in tights, you know, saying, come hither, Titus. It's, uh, and that yeah. doesn't get people to be interested in Shakespeare? It gets some people, but not everyone. And who's in tights, I guess. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You can find that on the internet, too. <laughs> who's in tights, that guy. Just a picture of me with two thumbs up. <laughs> well, Joel, you do have two thumbs. And uh, you've also got quite a little thing going, talking about cross-platform media. We talked at length, I think, the last time, really, uh, really about crap at myparentshouse.com. Yeah. You're still finding crap? 
A lot of crap. <laughs> well, again, not clear why you're here, but <laughs> you, you, I, gotta, I gotta say that's, that makes two of us. <laughs> but you, you also have just you have something to announce with this become a book. You're going to make this a book. Yeah, I've been told I, I I'm going to turn this into a book. So now I have to I have to write a book, uh, which is. So first, I shit my dad says. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, no, is there like a rivalry? No, I love when people Who bring that up. Can you, get, <laughs> can you get Leonard Nimoy? To uh, Lenny and I have had things. a falling out, actually. Really? Yeah. He gave me a space flu once. Really? I'm not kidding you. I, I shook his hand. I was sick for six months. <laughs> Oh, space flute. I think you said space flute. I was waiting for the end of that word. The space flute caused the space flute, which we call here on Earth syphilis. Uh, we've all been down that road. In Dale, Dale and I have spent many a day hanging out at the, uh, the, the, the Gowanus, and the Gowanus, I, I feel yeah. that's, a, that's a daily ritual of yep. syphilis. And, syphilis dipping. Yep. <laughs> swimming in the Gowanus. Do you have like a biscotti with that? Uh, yeah. There's, uh, that's, this is fun. Well, I'm, I'm just so thrilled that you're, that this is happening and that you're... Whatever it is that this is. You're here with the shirt again. Yeah, I'm wearing a shirt that's colorful. It's a Universal, Universal. Studios, excuse me, Universal Studios Florida t-shirt that, uh, you know, I'm Hollywood now, so I should only dress appropriately. That's right. Yeah. So. That's right. It's time to sell Well, you know. <laughs> well, for someone who doesn't know, what is, like, what is that all about, this whole crap in your parents? What is... Oh sure, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm, so, I don't you know, know, I'm assuming know that everyone listens. We're to every in Canada, and so we episode. We're in yeah, no. So uh, I crap at my parents' house is a blog that I, I run where people send in pictures of the various tchotchkes and and uh, you know stuff that they have at their parents' house, and I had a, a funny caption to it, and, and you read it daily. And we've uh, we we started in uh, uh, the end of beginning of June, I believe, this year, and and it's we've gotten quite a, a following, and people send in things and. Pretty soon we'll be land, uh, uh, launching or landing, launching, launching. That's the opposite of landing. Uh, launching uh, <laughs> crap at my job, where people will send in, you know, pictures of the funny things that they have at their jobs. And uh, that's a pretty good idea, actually. Yeah. That, I, 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 yeah. never I'd like to, I'd like to know what the, what's the weirdest thing you've seen. The weirdest thing I've seen. Well, the weirdest thing I've posted. <laughs> I, I actually had a gentleman. I, I believe, uh, based on on his, uh, the level of grammar that he used in the email that he sent, he was from somewhere in Scandinavia. But uh, uh-huh. it is a picture of uh, someone's ashes that, uh, and it's not just a family member's ashes. It is some his former nanny who quit in 1975. Her, her, her gentleman friend passed away. She left his ashes in the house that she was nannying in. Are we following? Is this making sense? Oh, yeah, sort of there. She left it there, forgot about it, and he found it, and this is from 1975. So it's, uh, I think his name was, I want to say Thor, but that's probably not right. Maybe Ron. <laughs> Ron, Ron or Thor. But that's, that's, that's the weirdest thing that I've seen. But we, we get a lot of weird, uh, a lot of owls, a lot of owls and pandas. Uh, a lot of stuff uh, I've seen. There's nothing wrong with pandas. Yeah, uh, I mean they're they're that's not crap. There's a warped perspective. I don't like your You want a house full of chashkis? Uh, you know, it, it it definitely makes the the, the stuff that I have uh, seem a little more. Um, there's a flat. Does right the crap then go on like some kind of eBay auction? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I if I had control, it's not monetization right there. If you know, if it was my crap, I would be the first one to to sell it on eBay. But uh, these are other people. That should be a buy this crap button. Yes. 
they at least make the offer. I mean, you sure. get rid of all this crap in your house, yeah. you take 50%, they take 50%, boom, you done. You could set it up like those old Wheel of Fortune things used to be. Yeah. We had the prices on the... <laughs> exactly. You, you get crap bucks. To yeah. <laughs> the price is right, you know, like... Uh, and you win some ashes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh, I have a question for you. In your J- just Joel, J- just so I don't confuse Joel. 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 Sorry, no that's problem. Right. Bob. That's right. Or Thor or Ron. When you with your house, the way, your your personal house, do uh-huh. you keep the crap that you find in your parents' house? Or do you like completely eschew all that? You say I am going completely modern. Everything has to make sense. Well, I I live in a really great apartment in a really beautiful neighborhood called Crown Heights in Brooklyn. So. Uh, <laughs> You know, per, uh, you know, visual aesthetics aren't, aren't big in in my neighborhood, which is uh, you know, we don't want to get go down that road. But uh, I, my my par- it, what happened was I was visiting my parents, uh, my parents' house for my brother's graduation, and my mom had me go into her basement uh, refrigerator. There was a, a freezer packed full of meat, and in the refrigerator part beneath was one bottle of uh, nearly empty Manischewitz wine and cool. it just kind of uh, just kind of made me laugh and I, I started seeing things with, with a different different light and I've kind of always embraced the, the crap in my own life and thought it would be kind of funny to exploit my family for uh, you know monetary profit and that's that's where we're uh, where we are today and it's just going gangbusters well I don't, thank uh, you. another <laughs> reference I don't understand <laughs> well listen we're, we're, we're having such a good time we're, yeah. we're getting close on the time and, and maybe another cleaning day is going to come in but I thought we we'd just so quickly we all spent a lot of time down there at the con everybody's been down there on the show floor Ooh. and seen it and I thought we'd just kind of report back a little bit of of, of something that you saw out there or Maybe it's your favorite thing. Maybe it's the scariest thing. Uh, a lot of costumes. Uh, some some nice. Any any favorites from down there? Well, there's the seven foot Chewbacca. Was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. There's a life size Chewbacca. He's got like a little computerized like Chewbacca roar. And then it's yeah, C3PO yeah. strapped to his back in bits. That's oh really? Cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he wasn't wearing oh. that. Oh, that's a nice level well, of detail. There <laughs> there's another really tall one with um. Uh, was it Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. Where he was yeah. just in bits. Multiple Chewbacca's. Yeah. Wow. Also with the motorized um, the Multiplying. There's a really, actually I saw one thing I saw that I really liked was a, a graphic novel called, uh, sorry, uh, Fist Stick Knife Gun, which is by, I can't remember, the, Jeffrey Canada I want to say is a writer, but it's, it's, yeah, been, uh, it's been put together by a, a graphic uh, novelist in Philly, and it's just this really cool story about this kid growing up in a really bad neighborhood. It's all based on Jeffrey Canada's real life experiences, and just reading it, it's Hard to summarize, but it's it's really fascinating. It gives you gave me a very different insight into what it would have been like growing up in a really tough neighborhood, which I was thankful enough not to have to do so. Because in Canada, there are no neighborhoods because it's so big. I don't know what <laughs> and I have. I have no idea what that's like <laughs> living in. You got to get up there. Yeah, they've got crap. I was talking about Crown Heights, but not Canada. Oh, oh, Canada oh. sounds wonderful. Oh, I see what the you mean. What it's like to not have that <laughs> if I if I can't, Kristen, uh, you know we've talked about a few things, and I think in in the Kill Shakespeare uh, uh, thing, there's some strong female characters in there too, which is uh, quite appealing because you have Juliet is she's ready to go. Um, uh, so, so, well, you know what I'm saying. She's a, she's a strong character. I don't mean I don't mean anything else, but I mean she's a strong character. And, she, and you're just so wait, subtle. I'm never sure when you're trying to. When you're, when you're not, smiling not, with me and when you're mocking me. Well, isn't that the appeal? Titillating. But what I was going to... What I, why I started with Kristen on that, on that point... 
I do. I'm going to get there. I'm going <laughs> to circle like a mighty eagle and, and, and land this. I'm going to land it like you're launching Crazy thing, Joel. Crazy incognito playing Wetlands Preserve. This uh, but, but, I mean, with, with the, with the did, did you find a lot of things that are down there that were sort of positive role models and positive uh, 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 Things for the geek girl. I saw that. This is why. This is the other reason I brought up because I saw Ramona. What's the woman's name? Ramona Freedom. Ramona Flowers. Ramona Flowers. Yeah. No, that, no, that's not her. But the, Ramona, so, Ramona. She she drew like Brenda Starr and things like that. She's oh, in Ramona the art. Freighton. Freighton. Yeah, Thank you. Uh, for my apologies to Ramona for for blanking out. Um, uh, but sometimes I do. Uh, by the way, I'm pairing the podcast today with a Oregon spirit whiskey called Whippersnapper. Uh, so are there, uh, have you found that, because that's what I went down, my experience was there, there's uh, girls dressed very scantily, and, and some in hoods, great, good for them. Uh, but, I didn't but, see any of those, mostly just the naked ones. It's a high percentage, isn't it? Especially with this anime, which I'm just, I don't know enough about, just a lot of the mostly naked and then cat ears in the tail. It's, it's confounding. <laughs> it's very Japanese, evidently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think do, do, when you see, uh, is there like a level where you're like, you know, that girl's too young to be dressing like that? Or do you think in general most of those costumes are just even girls like, oh, I love this character. They're kind of like buying into some sort of... No, I think it's like just... the, the Halloween stores, you know, for the slutty chicks. Like, what other character <laughs> can I just wear a short skirt and boots with? I saw a sexy Darth Vader today. What? A woman uh, dressed as a sexy Darth Vader. <laughs> You can it, basically you can turn any costume into sexy, fill in the blank. But then I, I saw like a guy I thought was dressed as Power Girl or something like that. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Yeah, doesn't sexy. Doesn't <laughs> the best sexy costume? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Maybe. <laughs> sexy Maud. Yeah. The best costume I saw the That's entire time. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> the best costume I saw was there was a woman dressed in a lab coat, and she had I believe it was her son who was about seven or eight years old. And the kid was wearing a Bat Boy mask from Weekly World News, oh, and the mom had the kid on a chain. Hmm. <laughs> what? That's awesome. That is fantastic. Uh, something we can all relate to, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I remember Burn Jump Camp. Oh. Did anybody dress as Burn Jump today? <laughs> I dress as Burn Jump every <laughs> day. <laughs> it's like great Doctor Strange. I, I gotta be honest. I feel I, with the big hair. He had a lot of hair. Yeah, he's <laughs> a amount of hair. He had a big cloak and a big collar and. Cool. Walking. Did you guys see the Boba Fett accordion player outside? No. I, don't, I heard about that. Oh, it's fantastic. Questions that only happen in these <laughs> gatherings. He's wearing regular clothes, just a, a Boba Fett helmet. Outside playing accordion, like... Because that's what Boba Fett would play. Yeah, it's, it is a little sad, but it's... I, I was walking downstairs and I kept like thinking of that moment where um, Indiana Jones uh, Jr. and Sr. went into the, uh, the, the German castle full of Nazis and Indiana Jones Sr. said, uh, we're, we're pilgrims in an unholy land. And I, I kept repeating that to myself as I was walking downstairs. And it, 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 well, I gotta be honest, it comforted me. That kind of puts you in the crazy pants category, just saying. So <laughs> <laughs> well, well but just, yeah. since, we're, since we're on radio, well, let's just clear up that I am not wearing pants, so that automatically <laughs> yeah. puts me in that category. Well, he was saying it out loud. Strangely, repelling and alluring. You're welcome, yeah. ladies. Yeah. Thanks for The one thing I wanted to say, though, is as many odd costumes right here, it is some stuff that makes you just kind of go... I'm not so sure. I think CNC uh, CNC Music Factory said it best when they said things that make you go hmm. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> despite despite they did, they the CNC Music Factory nature of the, I, I, one thing I love about New York Comic Con and all of them is just <laughs> the boot. That's what, 
Stop it's me. not a yacht party. <laughs> They're our friends. They're allies. <laughs> not mine. <laughs> if we had a military, I've tried to invade Canada no less than twelve times myself. But, you got but, as far as Calgary. Um, no, but we just. Uh, but the one thing I do love about it is the fact that it's really friendly. Like you almost never have any hear anybody getting upset with each other. Or, I mean, people are really cool to each other. I mean. You're geeking out on something. I punched a couple people already. Well, yeah, but, 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 that's, 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 no, but they probably. But that was the that was the first interaction they've ever had with women. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> much appreciated. It's funny that, that you said that because I was having a conversation with a friend, and and I said that we were talking about how friendly people in comics were, and he said, you know, there are more people working in comics than there are who play professional baseball, but the people who know comics know all the people and have opinions on all the people who do comic books. Everyone knows everybody else. All the creators know everybody else. They, at least by name, if not intimately associated with their work. And I, I just think it's great that it's an industry that has grown up from, you know, you know, just a couple artists and a couple writers to turn into this huge, huge billion-dollar industry and everyone seems to know each other and everyone seems to And they seem to be happy for each other. You know, like, yeah. it really seems the place where, hey, you're, you're want to dress in cat ears with a... Somebody's like, wow, cool costume. Like, people are nice. Nobody walks yeah. around going, that sucks. Yeah. This is the world where Boba Fett can look at someone dressed as a cat and say, hey, cool costume. That is yeah. not a world I want to live in. I just want to make that abundantly <laughs> clear. I don't want to live in that world. There's also a lot more women now, too. Yeah. I was growing up in the 80s, man. It was like... Was, <laughs> the 80s was, were known was, for their lack of women. I was a modern student into Slayer, horror movies, and the comic books, and that was really not... And, and now, now, nowadays, like... I work for the girls of Slayer. Yeah, nowadays, you're a catch. In this era, people be like, oh my they god, you guys can't love Slayer? intimidating. I didn't go into comic book stores when I was growing up, because I was just... Nervous, and I didn't want to get weird looks. And there's so. still a lot of that. In the eighties, yeah. comic book stores were, you know, they were awful. Yeah. Rape dungeons. Yeah, they were pretty. <laughs> you didn't want to walk in. And Michael Vick somewhere. Michael Vick was running these stores. I, I actually used to work in a comic book store in high school. That's I worked awesome. at Newbury Comics in uh, Route One in Norway. Are you from Massachusetts? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somewhere. Where are you from? Lexington. Ah, oh, nice. I'm from uh, Sharon, Massachusetts. Sharon, awesome. Worked on Route One. So. Yeah, we're still, still there, and they have a superstore now. I think down past Danvers. Ah, which is ginormous. I know, so and close, by the way, just so you understand that New Ray Comics like the best chain. Like it's just the coolest mixture of toys. Comic books really like <laughs> they have about a sh- one shelf of comic books and about <laughs> yeah, twenty thousand square feet of, of useless <laughs> South Park paraphernalia. But I think yeah. it's a good point. Right? Like the stores used to be, they used to not be friendly, and now yeah. most stores like yeah. we, Anthony and I have been fortunate enough to do a, a small little tour with Kill Shakespeare stuff and. The amount of really not, like Anthony, you know, started more as a Shakespeare half of our duo. I was more the comics guy, and I mean, he's going to all these comic shops. I'm like, wow, these are really these are beautiful stores. These are great shops, and I was like, yeah, it's a new thing. Like it wasn't like this, and yeah. Now I think that's why you do have you have mothers and daughters, and people can walk in, and you don't have that really mean like the comic guy from Simpsons who everybody has met, everybody knows, but they exist. Yeah, 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 Long Island, there. there's suburban stores, and there's like. Yeah. I thought like, we just really said that everybody in comics is really nice. Let's oh, I'm the creative. Let's, let's, let's yeah. decide whether yeah. they're yeah. nice or not. 98%, then there's those 2% of like cranky. Or guys who make their living in the 70s and probably had to sell off all the rights to their characters and now look at new creators and are like, you know, I could have done that. If I'd been, you know, if there was a vertigo line when I was young. I Guitar solo man was mad. Fuck you. There is probably a lot of that with the... Since there are more, since there are more books coming out, there are more creators, more people getting their getting their feet uh, in the water, so to speak. Moist. 
that it's not well it's not just it's comic books are not just the superhero book right and if you didn't like the superhero book you have no reason to go into a comic store now it's with there's so much out there it's it's graphic novels it's comics it's anime but turning Eat Pray Love into a comic book I read the other day oh really Really? no I just want to see you guys get (laughs) get really really scared Anthony Anthony's like yeah, it's I think full, Ethan yeah, was about page, to jump off of the every building. Every page is a full splash page yeah. of her just sitting there eating something. <laughs> Probably sell that. Uh, <laughs> well, well, but you know, you talk about the revealing costumes and some of the problems with anime. But anime has probably brought a lot of young youngsters in, young women in, and female audiences in. Uh, so there's probably a positive side to that thing and, too. It's, and it's, it's maybe potential form. And, and, and tentacle uh, porn, of course. We the ones that are importing all of that. Because it's <laughs> yeah. a really small percentage of what's over there. We just make a larger percentage over here. But, but aside from the, the kangaroo octopus that I saw earlier, there was a nice little per- fella in, in some fuzzy pants. And, and some, some gal came over uh, with the little ears on her head. And they just, hey, I know your character, whatever, choo-choo. And, and they hugged. And they had a nice moment there. And then they went, they went. Off, and then I had my picture taken with the Avatar girls. But uh, you got the sense, that, like you're saying, that it's a really uh, friendly, a welcoming environment. And uh, I know it's been a welcoming environment for me. I, this is my first time. How did that feel? The Avatar, the Avatar girls, yeah? Yes. They, they wow. put that little thing on me. They wow. Did their, they leave paint? They took their Padawan tail. Did, did they what? Did leave they paint? paint? No, it's a surprise. It's a little sticky, but it's nothing. The embrace of an Avatar girl is it's, it's, it's it's something like, else. It's like it? nothing else. Yeah, that sounds like erotic fiction. <laughs> Which I hope that we, I hope that's my next assignment for Geeker. But we're just I'm going to be writing a book about neurotic fiction. So. <laughs> it's the next leisure suit, Larry. <laughs> well, but, but before we go, I, I need to uh, I need to say uh, my thanks to Kate Kotler, who you know set this. She's the geek girl on the street, and uh, uh, she wanted me to be sure and thank Snarky McF Buttons. There might be a word there. There's an asterisk. I don't know, but uh, uh, they're they, not an actual person. They, no, it's not a person. This is a, it's a snarky it's a, McF button. Yeah, I feel it's like you know. That's, it has a little asterisk. I, like I think it's a bad. Oh, word. oh, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but they, they've uh, uh, they've been helping them with their what would woman what what would Wonder Woman do buttons. Which is and everything goes to to benefit an abuse shelter out there. Uh, so if you buy those, uh, yeah, no jokes. Uh, that's on sale through the end of October, or as supplies last. And Kate, uh, uh, she she couldn't be here, and she's been missed um, a little. Uh, and she's uh, going very, on to very little. Uh, she's like you said. She's editing. She's now the new editor over at Filmcatcher. Filmcatcher. Dot com. She's the beer. She's, maybe the cleaning lady has media some beer. Empire, that she really uh, is. She's she's getting involved in a lot of different blog projects, and they're getting picked up by major newspapers, and. Filmcatcher is just one of a long line of really exciting things that she's got going on. This is our ticket, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is what it's going to be like getting on the rocket ship to fame on uh, Cotler's coattails. The Cotler tails. Uh, well, listen, everybody. I want to. I want to. I want to. Thank you for winding it all up like Weird that. Weird pants or whatever the joke was. <laughs> but, I don't remember. Thanks to everybody, all of my guests. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Dale, for Thank you for being here. It's, it's been, been just a wonder. Dale, your and, uh, hostility was truly humbling. Yes. Thank yes. you. Well, I try to keep it in check. But uh, uh, listen, um, I want to let you know, of course, you can always tune in over at DaleRadio.com. This is going to be over at GeekGirlOnTheStreet.com and uh, probably on iTunes if uh, somebody can figure out how to do that. And uh, 
Uh, oh, you'll all be rich beyond. You, you'll be able to buy 10 Chewbacca costumes. <laughs> uh, so until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be using my whiskey powers for good. And uh, now let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy. <laughs>